Welcome back to 99. We're in chapter 30. 30. We're in chapter 30. So chapter 30 is ending. It's the very last um like seventh reading and maftir of Tetzave. Um and it continues in the beginning of Kitisa. And we all know in Parashat Kisa. Uh, we talk of uh, method of counting the Jewish people, the tabernacle. We talk about Betzalel and Oholiab, uh, about the Shabbat. Um, it's also, of course, the sin of the golden calf. This is where, you know, I mean, a while ago it started, but it it's not in order. The Torah is not really, in particularly, I would say, in order. Um... Moshe, we talk about Moshe's tent. Uh, Moshe asks uh, to know the ways of God. We get the second tablets, of course. Um, 13 attributes of mercy, national identity, and other commandments. And Moshe comes down with the second tablets. That is the parashat kisa that we will go into. Um, but before we do that, before we do that, Hold on. <laughs> Lots of noise for New York City here today on this beautiful Thursday. <laughs> we have to end uh, Tetzaveh. So in here, um, I love this. I love I loved reading this because it talks about the, the golden uh, incense altar. Hashem says, you should make an altar for bringing incense up in smoke. Uh, and he should make it, of course, out of acacia wood, the famous wood we've been seeing around. And I, it made me, it made me curious. Like it made me Google a little bit. What is this wood? Like why is it so popular? Um, and 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 apparently it could grow in ranges of climates. Um, but they do best in temperate, tropical, or desert area. Um, and it's also a rapid growing plant, um, given uh, the right conditions and, and it can grow up to 20 to 30 feet. So six to nine meters, um, in just five years. Um, and you know, while doing this, they're, you know, giving like nitrogen and oxygen and like shade and trees are just unbelievable, you know, um, Hmm. Right. So this is this is uh, it's also a very sustainable material, uh, easy to use to carve, make stuff with. It's just wonderful. So that was very nice for me to learn after seeing this word so many times. Um, and then it's just explaining how the altar should be. Of course, uh, it, ha it should. Everything should be coated with gold. Um, uh, and Aaron should make the incense of spices go up in smoke upon it every morning when he cleans the lamps. Um, and once a year, the day of atonement, atonement, so Yom Kippur, Aaron should pour blood on its horns to achieve atonement. And nobody sh else should be doing this because it's the holies of holies and it should only be done once a year by Aaron himself. Um, 
So why why is this commandment um, of bringing the smoke, the incense and smoke uh, mentioned here, and not along with the instructions regarding the other apparatus? Um, and it says that, and the tabernacle together with its apparatus caused the divine providence to dwell within it. And the offering of sacrifices then brought God's glory to the tabernacle. The incense, however, had a different function, namely that after the duties involved, all the tabernacles apartus had been put to use in sacrificial and other duties, the incense was burned to appease God so that he should find all the service that had been carried out acceptable. Um... So, God was only close to the Jewish people and not one with them until the incense was offered. This indicated that the Hebrew term for incense, ketoret, which suggests connecting, as in keter in Aramaic translation of the Hebrew words kesher, meaning not, or connection, we are not speaking of two separate entities which have become close, but rather two entities that have become one. I love that. Now, moving on to Parashat uh, Kitisa. Um, yes. Uh, there's the prohibition against counting the Jewish people directly. Um, which I found very interesting. Um, and uh, it also reminds me, like in camp, uh, I remember the counselors would count not one, not two, not three, not four, right? And this is where it comes from, that, um, that here God spoke to Moshe saying, when you wish to take the sum of the children of Israel to determine their numbers, count them by letting each man give to God an atonement for his soul. Avoid counting them directly, and there will be no plague among them when they are counted. So we're counting the thing, not the person. I like that. The, the the chapter also talks about the donation of the half a shekin. Um, what I really like about this is that it mentions that the rich should give no more and the poor should give no less than half a shekel when giving the offering to God to atone for your souls. And that, you know, we're all equal. In spiritual vitamin here, it says that the law of half a shekel teaches us, among other things, that human offer, effort, provided it is sincere and resolute to met halfway by divine grace, even though the goal may at first glance seem too ambitious or even beyond reach, you are not limited to your own human resources since your initial effort evokes a reciprocal impulse from on high which assures the attainment of even the unattainable. So deep these spiritual vitamins. I can't handle them sometimes. It continues to talk about um, uh, the urn, the urn, the cure, um, the, how it should be made, made out of copper, used for washing, and and the base for from copper. And it says, you know, that the, the Kohanim, um, you know, when they enter the tent of meeting, they should wash with water, otherwise they will die. You know, God is really all about this hygiene. Like, you better be clean. 
They should wash their hands and their feet, otherwise they will die. He mentioned this like a few times, twice at least. This should be for them an eternal stat statute, for him, Aaron, and for his descendants, for, for all the generation. Next, uh, it speaks about the anointing oil. I learned that it's... Uh, uh, you should take for yourself high-quality spices, 500 shekels from common myrtle. I hope I'm saying this right. Two half portions each consisting of frag fragment cinnamon, merle cinnamon, 250 shekels of aromatic cane, 500 shekels of cassia herbs. According to the shekel measured system, which is used for sanctified items, and one hen of olive oil. So we have a magic spell potion in here um and yeah so it should be used to anoint the tent of meeting and it says that it will be an oil for holy anointment to me for all your generation it should not be poured upon human flesh you must not use the same formula to make anything that is like it it is holy and will be holy to you. Any person who makes a mixture like it or puts any of the mixture made by Moshe on an unauthorized person will be cut from his people. Okay. Then we talk about the, the incense. Um, you know, he talks about balsam sap. Onya, onicha, and galba, nam, and other spices, and pure frankincense, um, which I love frankincense, by the way. And they should be of equal weight, and you should make into incense, a professionally mixed compound that is finely blend, pure, and holy. Again, if anyone duplicates this for personal use, he should be cut from the nation. Um, and yeah, very intense stuff. Um, yeah, that is that is the end of chapter thirty here. And I really like this because I really like fragment, uh, fragment fragrances, um, and oils and all this stuff. I think it's wonderful, beautiful, and we're so lucky and privileged to be able to smell and and to feel and have this luxury in, in our lives. I think it's really beautiful. Let's read some commentary here about the... Um, about... About the spices, oil for holy anointment. The sages of Israel disputed how the anointing oil was produced from the specified herbs. Rabbi Meir said they boiled the roots of the spices in the oil. Rabbi Uda said to him, surely the amount of oil specified by the Torah did not suffice even to smear the roots, never mind boil them. Rather, 
they soaked the roots in water so that they would not absorb the oil, and then poured the oil on them until it absorbed the scent, and then they would wipe the oil off the roots. Interesting. So interesting that they're talking about how um, they even made it. I think that's pretty cool. That is the end of chapter 30. Thank you so much for listening. Yasha Koach.